1: You can't be a one-trick pony. You have to be a five-tool player in order to succeed in this game.
0: This is the Power Producers Podcast, production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power?
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome to another protege edition of the Power Producers Podcast <laughs> with Mister Derek Hayden. Repeat How's guest. Going, fellas? What's Good. up, man?
2: How are you guys doing? Doing good. good. You
1: got the vote for Derek hat on. Cass, hold Not your glove it. box cup up. Let everybody get in, get a look at that. Mine's over in the other room. They sent me a double X t-shirt, but I think it's a double extra medium because I put it on last night and I looked like I was trying to squeeze into one of Caroline's shirt. I don't know what
3: size these guys are out there in Colorado, but they need to eat more. They do.
1: I can't believe we were
3: able to get Derek on the podcast simply for the fact that, like, dude, we were able to, like, hey, quit prospecting and selling for once, dude. Come on. Come on the podcast. Quit doing your YouTube videos, man,
1: or your your, uh, LinkedIn videos and all of the... I mean, this guy's got his hands in everything. He does. He does. Hey,
2: you got to do it. I'm trying to, it's what the protege does, right? I got to keep up with a guy that started the show. I don't know what he
1: does, man. I, I could tell you this much. I freaking made an acquisition yesterday, hired somebody this morning. So I'm back on the growth path here pretty quick. I'm, I'm pumped.
2: Okay, you got I'll off see. the growth, growth path? Oh. Um, well,
1: no, based on my own, my own definition of that. Yes. I've been a little right. bit distracted, but, uh, no, we're back in the in the grand scheme of things we're we're onward and upward and i've I've got my next four hires lined up for the next two months, so i'm pretty pretty excited as the protege stuff wraps up. I'm gonna have free time on my hands. I probably should go ahead and grow my agency a little bit. <laughs> That's a
2: good idea, yeah. yes, yeah, that Don't sounds hang good on anymore <laughs> anyhow, this isn't lie.
1: about me, man. This is about you, Derek, and you know we have had everybody on I think you're number five out of five, so um, I'll let you say that we saved the best for last so that I'm not we showing favoritism the in any way, last. shape, or form. But, um, you know, we've sort of had the same conversation with everybody. So I'm I'm just interested in, you know, right out of the box, why don't you just give everybody a quick, you know, overview of who you are. Obviously, we've had you on Power Producers before, as we have a couple of the other people that are in the finals. So that, that's that been interesting to see. But give everybody sort of the elevator pitch of who you are, where you came from, and then we're going to dive right in.
2: Sure. Yeah. So, I'm a producer. I am in my ninth year, uh, so eight full years of experience, but in my ninth year here uh, with Danzig Insurance Risk Advisors. I work out of our Shelbyville office in central Illinois, a small town of about 5,000 people. Um, So, the basics of of why I got into the Protege, I guess I'll say, is um, I'm at a point in my career where I know I've got what it takes, but I wanted to take it to the next level. And uh, for all you, listeners out there who are getting ready to watch the protege i don't know if when this is aired if we have already released a few episodes but um, you will see that uh, this has helped me take the skills that i've built over the last eight years to the next level and uh, that's the basics of where i am now where i'm from small town so it has its advantages and disadvantages but uh, uh, you'll see in the protege how i use that to my advantage for the most part
1: Well, I can tell you this, man. um, With the magic of editing, you can be sure that soundbite is going to be out well before this podcast or the episode. So you're good.
2: There we go.
3: Cool. You know what? You know one thing I noticed about this, David, is that so many of our finalists, not all of them, and so many of some of the best, even in the top eleven, come from small towns. And when you're writing big counts, I mean, I hope everybody knows, uh, before David, real quick, for Derek, I know where Shelbyville is, so everybody knows it's an hour, hour and a half from my house. It's in the middle, dead smack of Illinois. He's got ha- he's got cities probably about five to ten miles from him, and ain't nothing but cornfields and pigs in between those with a well, bunch there's gotta of There's got to be a little bit of
1: horseradish around there, too.
3: <laughs> uh, no, well, that's a little more in south, but yes, horseradish, but also mo- a lot of uh, um, m- uh, more... Uh, Amish I mean this is this is the community he lives in right and he's going out there and doing what a lot of people assume you need a ton of markets to do and you need to have a lot of population with a lot of manufacturers or whatever you're writing around you which helps Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't get me wrong right Derek it'd be nice not to have to drive as much as you did exactly but, but for the audience listening that's where this guy's coming from yeah
1: no, I think, I think that's a great point, man. And it goes back to one of the things that I say literally on a daily basis at this point. It's even when you talk about people that are coming into Killing Commercial the first time, my primary job for most people is not to teach them insurance. It's not even to teach them sales. It's to convince them that they're good enough and get them to believe in themselves right. because they use that small town or the lack of markets or the lack of industry around them as an excuse. And I can honestly say that, you know, that's one of the things that I respect about Derek. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm down in Tampa, Florida, and I've been watching his videos on LinkedIn for over a year now, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're the only ones who limit our reach period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you can't get in front of somebody, that's not their problem. That's your problem. And you Mm -hmm. need to get that fixed by looking in the mirror. And so I I do think it's interesting, Derek, because you have a good skill set. Like you didn't, In my opinion, you didn't need this. You didn't need the distraction of it. You'd have been just fine. But that's one of the things that I like about pretty much everybody in the top five. They are all in that same boat. They all have that skill set. They just want to put themselves out there and have the accountability to push them to the next level. So that's pretty cool, man. So tell me, you know, what was your first reaction when you heard that we were doing this? Because if I'm not mistaken, you may have been the first person to throw your hat in the ring.
2: Really? Well, I saw the video when you released it, and I honestly, for like five minutes there, I was like, I'll I'll wait to see what season two. Yeah, I'll watch the first (laughs) season and see if they happen to release a season two. It's like, you know what? I'll be mad at myself if I don't. You can't you know, be the original
1: if you wait till season right. two, my friend. Exactly,
2: exactly. I was like you know what this is. There's a reason why I'm seeing this. There's a reason why uh, Carruthers has contacted me for to be on the Power Producers podcast. Like this is this is for me. I'm sending my video in. Um, so uh, it what that wasn't the the turning point. It was when I got the email about three or four weeks later saying, "Hey, you're a contestant." And I'm like, "Oh no, what I get myself into?" It's just like. <laughs> Yeah. But Can I just
1: tell you by the way, in that int- in that entry video, I don't remember if it was your video bio or your original entry video, but the cut that we have in the final edit for the intro to the show, it looks like you know you're just gritting your teeth, like you're literally ripping the flesh off of something while you're riding around on your four <laughs> four wheeler, man. That's one of my favorite favorite cuts that we've done. Cass, okay. Cass
3: has his finger up. Go. It's yep. that kind of stuff, David, that's the reason why he went number three. And Brady went number four. or Maybe was am I wrong by that, yep. Joshua? No, yeah, I you're wrong? right. No, yep. you're on. Okay. okay, so that's that reason. Brady had the same small town feel too. Mm-hmm. So when you're picking, you're thinking, yeah, that big suburban guy, lots of population. I'm telling you right now, and I'm not. I mean, I'm 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 a bullshitter. I get it. And people are like, yeah, right <laughs> here. Let's see if this comes true. Him and Brady are going to be in the finals, a final three. It's going to happen, and it's going to show small town America rocks.
4: Yeah. So yeah. I, I would like to hear from go. Derek, talk about, you know, you've been in the industry for eight, nine years now, when in your career did you realize that being in a small town was not the issue that others have perceived it to be?
2: Um, technology, man. I, I, so I will th- Derek, tell do you, you, tell
1: people you're from Chicago.
2: <laughs> nope.
1: Come on, is nope. that one of the secret? Is that part of the secret sauce? David had a funny. It is. It is not.
2: Not my sauce anyway. So uh, no, I. Uh, what you'll see if you if you looked at my book of business, other than personal lines and some small commercial, I would I would guess seventy percent of my revenue is outside of even my county, not just my hometown, but my county. Um, so, I I knew when I've started that to get to some bigger businesses, I'm going to have to travel a little bit. Gotcha. Um, so it was never, this is where I've lived my entire life. So I, I knew getting into, you know, the insurance business that I was either going to be writing home and auto the rest of my life, or I'm going to have to expand my territory to get in the door with some of these other, you know, bigger markets. Mm-hmm. So it, it was never a, I guess there wasn't really a certain point that I realized I had to do that. I knew from the get go that I know there's not, you know, Carruthers, you talk about the 500000 premium, $50,000 revenue account is right in your wheelhouse. I don't even know if I have one of those in my hometown other than uh, a manufacturer that's owned out of Tokyo or something like that. So that's not even a, a prospect for us. So I knew to get into the in the door of those accounts, I was going to have to do something different, travel a little bit, get outside of my comfort zone to, to win some of those accounts.
3: And you got kids and you have a marriage. So Mm -hmm. don't be trying to say, listen to this, Going well, he can travel because he doesn't have what I do. No, he's involved in his community. Mm -hmm. He, I mean, he hunts, you know, I mean, seriously, he spends time still doing what he needs to do, living in a small town. Right. Derek's the, Derek's the prototype, man.
1: I mean, Mm -hmm. exactly who... I wanted to showcase when we did the show. I mean, everybody in the top five is, for all practical purposes. Really, all ele- all 11 of them were. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of diversity that was in that group. A lot you of did. people who str- who stretched the boundaries and got outside of their comfort zone. You did uh, find some- good
3: diversity, David. That's something you should pat yourself on the back for. Even now, when I look at the videos you're sending me behind the scenes, and I'm seeing, again, all the contestants from the for beginning 11, you did have a wide variety. It was pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, I would
1: encourage that when we put out the call for the next next iteration of this, that more people, you know, respond to that. I I feel like we I feel like we did do a good job of that. I'm not patting myself on the back, but I was also, you know, when you're playing poker, I'd rather play Texas Hold'em than five card stud, you Mm -hmm. know. And I, I played the hand I was dealt. Give me some more options, people. You know, let's yep. let's really mix this thing up. I like but, that analogy. That was a good one. We hang we out a lot. lot.
3: I hadn't heard that one before.
1: I just made it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the things, one of the things though about Derek that I like is, you know, his social presence is through the roof. And I knew, you know, behind the scenes and inside my head a little bit. You know, guys like Sloan and Keating and Derek, you know, those three, to me, not necessarily in that order, have all three have very strong social presence. Like, Mm -hmm. I want, you know, selfishly, I would love to see the three of them battle it out at the finals. I have no Mm -hmm. control over that. They have control over it at this point. But Mm -hmm. as a fan... And watching this, I want to see those three three guys go at it because they're the most aligned in terms of their reach. Okay. Different flavor in terms of how they do that. But going back to so talking about that a little bit, that's you know, that's one of the things I respect about Derek, especially with what he's been able to do coming out of a small town and having these accounts all over the place. You've done some really smart things from a marketing and a branding standpoint that I see on the outside, but you know, you've got your risk lock deal that you have. You've got um, you know, you're part of Danzig. So I guess when you're marketing outside of Shelbyville, how much emphasis are you putting on Shelbyville insurance versus I'm part of Danzig or I'm selling you Risk Lock or I'm doing this or I'm doing that? And I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong answer. I'm just interested because to me, And I'm going to put myself out there. You can say nope, you're not right. Um, You know, to me, if you're going that far out and you're mentioning, you know, that you're you're hanging your hat on Shelbyville Insurance Services, I know that in my marketplace, it would be very difficult for me to get traction outside of my geography using that small town insurance name. I think that you've set yourself up to be able to go in using several different angles, and I'm just wondering if that's how you're doing it.
3: That's a good call.
2: Yep, you're exactly right. So I. When I'm outside of Shelbyville, I'm going in with Danzig. So I've got my metal card that from the uh, extra two minutes. I got my metal cards and it has on the back Danzig and Shelbyville Insurance. So if I am outside of my county, basically, I'm going in as Danzig and I utilize the risk lock process powered by Danzig. Now, if I'm in my hometown, I'm going with Shelbyville Insurance because it's been here since the 70s. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Uh, which is good. I've got both avenues I can use. We're owned by the same people so we just never change the name here and it just happens to be the office that I work out of so I can use both legally you know it's it is who we are. so um, I, I definitely hang my hat outside of my town on the the Danzig insurance risk advisors.
1: No I, I mean I think that's that's right in line with what I tell people all the time, right? It goes back to, I really feel like in middle market, if you're in, by the way, I'm giving everybody like cheat sheet now as to what they should be doing. But I mean, I I do talk about this quite a bit. You need to brand your process, not necessarily yourself or your agency. I think that producers need to have a personal brand and you need to build that. And I think agency owners need to get over the fact that um, producers are building a brand and maybe in some cases getting more attention than them. And it makes them a little bit defensive about that because they they get concerned that, oh, well, they're going to leave me and go do their own thing. nah Whatever. If you want to come work with me, Derek, you can build your personal brand. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's one thing. But the other thing is when you brand your process, it lends more credibility to the process. So the fact that you guys have that risk lock brand, that doesn't scream geography geography to me. At all, And you can be multi-state. You can go all over the place with that if you want to. And I think that when you go in, and especially in the middle market, you're not selling insurance. You're selling risk lock. And that's a big differentiator in the middle market. You can go in and you can talk all around that and never get into the insurance discussion. And I think that you're going to find that as you continue to expand your brand and the geography that you're able to travel to to write... That that's going to pay huge dividends for you, man. So kudos to you for setting that up the way that you have. You know, I've been I've been watching, and you know, it's a hundred percent on point from my perspective.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I've changed my focus just even right before I started the protege. I was changing my focus to away from quoting as much as I could to being laser focused on that middle market account. And like you said, the process is what. Has enabled me to do that, um, and risk lock. Like you said, people have never heard of a, a process or risk lock. They so that allows me to from the start of the meeting. You know, I've, I'm different than the last twenty people that have walked in the door to talk about. Yeah, it's a great
1: conversation
2: process. starter. Yep, absolutely. So now I'm going to flip to the
1: coaches. You said a little bit already, but I mean, you guys picked Derek first for your team. We did. Why?
4: Yeah, I mean, looking through all the contestants, um, everyone, you know, great submissions, you know, either a lot of experience in the industry or they brought prior experience that was going to lend to them. But Derek was kind of the five tool player that you talk about a lot. He had everything that we were looking for in in a contestant to be part of our team, which uh, hashtag fire breathing rubber duckies. Come uh, on now. Mm-hmm. There we go. And I mean, everything from his social media presence to his ability to put together the video, um, his experience, it just lent to, uh, someone that was coachable, that was going to be able to not just, um, do well, but to be able to get into the finals and end up ultimately becoming the protege. So he was, he was our number one choice when we, uh, went through and ranked everyone, and we were just glad that the uh, other two teams, which still don't understand what they were doing when they were making their choices, but you know, Hey, we were like we we're the glad, New England de- boys. I know, they I know, gave
3: it to us. I, mean, I know. It they like, just
4: uh, they're just like, hey, here you go. Here's a uh, here's the winner. Go ahead and take them.
1: So. <laughs> heaven help heaven help the insurance industry when Cass wins this, because oh. there will be no end to the smack talk.
3: You you are so right. But so 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 with with me with Derek, I realized he did what um, the successful people do right off the bat. I kind of had the inside track because of what he does. He he reached out to me once or twice before we even knew about the protege. So I already know who this dude was. I saw him on LinkedIn. I saw his social presence. I saw he was doing a podcast. We, all of us, all know how hard that is and that's a grind if someone's willing to do that that shows me if you're a grind and you're not going to make any money except just giving value to other people well you're the hell you're going to give a grind to your family and so are you're going to give a value to your family and that's what i really really liked about him and i just i just kind of knew that he's one of those dudes that wants to soak it up he read the two minute he went and got the metal card and all the other stuff he listens to what the better do and I knew if you can get somebody, oh, my, my I got a good friend named, uh, he's Dan in Tampa, David Crothers, told there me one go. time, he says, Cass, it only takes two things to make somebody successful, someone who's willing and able to learn, and somebody who is willing to work harder than the next guy. He embodies that.
1: Agreed. I'll tell you I'm, what, I'm man, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of that has to do with that Midwestern grit, though. I mean, yeah, and, come and on, America's dead. kitchen. I'm being dead serious when I say that, you know, I've, I've got that in my DNA too. I was born up outside Cleveland, Ohio. They don't you know, know nothing up, about that. No, grew up in a, in yeah. a steel workers household. And, you know, certainly my dad changed his focus in, in uh, jobs over the course of the years. But, you know, I, I still go back to my roots that are all up there, man. And I mean, they're common people that are willing to put in the work to to grind and, You know, the one thing I can tell you, Derek, is whether you win this or not, you're going to still ultimately be successful because out of anybody that I've seen, competition or otherwise, you're one of the most consistent presences that I've seen. And that's the only thing that I ask from my producers in my agency. Exhibit the behaviors that I need you to exhibit every single day. If you can do that, the money will follow. The deals will follow, but it will never happen unless you're consistent. And I think that the number one reason people don't succeed in our industry is because they're constantly chasing the shiny object and they're trying a thing here or trying a thing there, but they don't have the wherewithal to see it through to completion and they quit right before... It was going to be successful. And blogging is a great example of that. I can't tell you the number of people that I have come in, had come into my agency and predecessor over the years where we had a blogging strategy for content creation. They would do it for three, four, five months. They wouldn't see immediate fruit of their labor and they would quit that was a job requirement so they didn't want to work with me anymore so they'd go somewhere else and within 2 or 3 weeks of them leaving i would start having the leads come in from all of the content that they had created i mean you couldn't script it any better so i would just tell you if there's something i can give you for advice stay stay consistent in everything you're doing you grew up playing ball you played ball you know in in college and you know it's no different. You know, you got to hit off the tee every day. You got to hit that soft toss. You got to get your cage your cage time in. And if you're a pitcher, you have to do all of the other stuff that goes along with that. And I think that part of that is woven into the fabric of who you are, and that's one of the reasons why you are so consistent. One of my number one questions when I interview somebody is to whether or not they're going to be a referral partner because people who've heard me talk before know you're a referral partner with me before you're a producer. Um, is I want to know if they played team sports growing up period, because I don't mm-hmm. think that if you, I think that if you haven't been in a team environment, specifically in a competitive team environment, you don't have nearly the edge as to somebody as somebody who does mm-hmm. just personal preference. Mm-hmm. So all that yep. being said, what's the biggest thing that surprised you so far?
2: Biggest thing that surprised me about the protege. Yeah. Um, Not don't take this the wrong way, but how simple the process was just it. As you follow along with the protege, uh, you listeners out there, you'll see that the each challenge is broken down to a very simple, specific challenge. And it's you can overthink it. And I think even put a video out, David, about um, the person who's going to get kicked off (laughs) is going to overthink it, you know, so. Uh, don't overthink it. Uh, you'll notice my path as you watch um, The Protege. I, I adjusted how I was approaching uh, the challenges because I was actually, I wanted to use this as the, the basis for my own uh, business plan. You know, I didn't just want to get through the challenge just to, you know, submit a video and get through it and hopefully stay on till the, you know, the next challenge. I was using this as my platform to build my business plan. So I actually, I used it as my, my, uh, my journey for my business plan. And you'll see how I adjust from, especially the first few weeks, I was the first challenge. I was kind of there to, to produce it, to make it look really nice and, you know, get the quality out there. And then the second challenge came out and I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through this challenge. Cause I didn't set myself up in the first challenge to, to be successful moving forward. So I adjusted which ultimately paid off for me. And I'm still using the business plan that we put together throughout the protege for my actual business plan. I'm, I'm being successful with it. I'm utilizing all the resources that you'll see throughout the show. And, uh, so that, that would be my biggest surprises. Don't overthink it. It's very simple. It, it'll work. Like you say all the time, it's never the, the uh, process is the person. So
3: 100%. you know what's, um, and to build it for you listeners who want to see it and you're just in your, I mean, you're waiting for Netflix to release this protege. I want you to keep in mind that sometime around that the second, third, fourth, fifth week, you'll have to tune in. Um, Derek did try to change. And one thing that Derek is failing to forget is he got a call from the big man, David. David told him, you keep this shit up, you're going the wrong way. He said, that that's not what we were looking for. I can tell you the exact episode it was and 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 then you then changed it kind of morphed again and then you were off to the races so you started off strong then you kind of changed david put called your check you got right back in it and took off, you know, and I think there's a lot of people that could have got called check, but David probably tell you they didn't always show up for all the phone calls. So, yeah, that's well, true. no, I mean, look,
1: let's be honest. The elimination for me was actually played right into my hands. I I didn't have to really be the bad guy <laughs> with didn't. anybody. They pretty much eliminated themselves along the way. And I'm not saying that to throw off on them. No. I I don't know what people were expecting. Right. I don't mm-hmm. You know. Maybe I didn't articulate exactly what this looked like, but in my mind, what I was trying to articulate was exactly what Derek did. Come in, go through this process, learn it, use it for the rest of your life, and write a bunch of business. That's the worst thing that could happen if you lose, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And people, I just don't think that people who eliminated themselves thought through that. Except for Joseph Bustos, who was also on your team, right? Yeah, Bustos I mean, on wh- your team, he was, and he I just mean- decided, screw it, man. I'm gonna go <laughs> tell my boss I want in killing commercial. <laughs> he, did. I'm, he did. I'm gonna enroll now and get started. I'm not gonna play pretend on TV. Yeah, that's I want. What he did. So no, I mean I. Well, I, I, I was proud
4: of all of our everyone on our team because when we talked with them, we said, "Look, this is amazing that you're part of this show. We want you to win, but the whole point of this is to build your career." And Derek took that to heart, and he's mm-hmm. going to whether he ended up in the top five, which obviously he is, and he'll be there in San Antonio at BrainShare. Jason, when is it that again? BrainShare September
3: 13th, 14th, and 15th. And you can find you us go. at AIBrainShare.com. <laughs>
4: there you go. I had to give another plug for that. Um, that's hey, why he's going to be there.
3: Great, come on in.
4: <laughs> exactly, and so yeah, I mean, you know, he's going to end up, you know, launching or or you know, the next part of his career is going to be because he built this business plan because of the show. So proud of you for that.
1: Yeah, me too, man. And I would encourage anybody listening to this, if you haven't watched the episodes, do it. Like it's an instruction manual, people, and you're going to see. <laughs> what people are doing well and what they're not doing well. And you know, I can promise you I don't make anybody look bad. I promised them from the very beginning I wouldn't be a jerk. I wouldn't call them out or anything. Even though I wanted to at times. I re- I was much nicer in this iteration than what I probably am in my own, no, I'm not even probably than what I am in my own agency. I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be as gentle, okay? So oh, yeah, it, It's it's yeah. it's easy to watch, but I I tell you that because it's not just about the edu- uh the entertainment. It's about the education, too. And that's the number one driver for me was people, you can do this. And here's the thing. This is what I know. And I think that every single one of you would agree with me in this. I can tell you everything I do every single day. I can lay it out to you on a silver platter, gold platter, whatever you want to call it. And right out of the box, 50% of the people are not going to even be willing to attempt it.
0: Oh,
2: and
1: yeah. of the 50% that do attempt it, 80% of those are not going to make it because they just can't do the things they need to do on a daily basis, and so you know that's kind of uh, that's kind of where my head was when we launched this whole thing. I wanted these people to realize that they could watch a show they could follow the instruction manual, they could put things into practice, and there you go so I know you've already sort of said that your takeaway is that you're going to use this in your rest to your business, but I mean what else you know what else would you say that you've taken away or that you are taking away from this experience besides a trip to San Antonio?
2: Well, we kind of we hit on it earlier in the podcast is I I have experience and I knew I had tools and resources to win business and, and middle market business. But what this did was allowed me to gain the confidence that I was right there. Like you said earlier, I was right there. I didn't need much more to put me over the edge. But what this show did was gave me the timeline. Okay, how do I use this tool to get in the door? Then how do I use this tool to win the first, you know, in the, if I'm in the first meeting, how do I get to the BOR? Um, so you're very close. If you're out there and you're, you're watching this, you obviously want to learn more and get better within your industry. So for me, it was just the confidence of putting everything together, usually using the tools and resources I already had to to make myself complete. Um, I, it just bumped me over the edge. That's all I would say everybody listening out there, you're close. If you're listening to this show or, or watching the protege, you're very close. Just, just follow along, use the tools that you already have and you can get there.
1: You know, I got to tell you, man, when I started power producers in full transparency, it was literally to be a lead magnet for killing commercial. I mean, that that's it. People bang, you got me. You figured out the secret. Now that being said, um, it has really taken on a life of its own and it has been very gratifying for me. Um, you know, I I don't need people to tell me, you know, that I did a good job or to stroke me or whatever else, but it also doesn't hurt. And what I can tell you is that the number of people that listen to the show, that take the time to send the emails and say, I just wanted to let you know, man, I used your trick that you talked about on shop talk episode, blah, blah, blah. And I closed this account. I never would have gotten that deal done if I wouldn't have listened to that. I don't care how much money, any of us get paid. If your heart is in the right place, emails like that are the gas that goes in this tank every single day. I don't need money. And I'm not saying that arrogantly. I live well below my means and we are very simple people. But for me to know that we can continue to just drive change in the industry and shape the way people think, and if they're willing to take the chance and try the things we talk about, ultimately get some wins I'll do this in perpetuity until I'm, you know, until I'm way older than I am right now. I agree.
2: And Thank I, you can for cast, having I mean my god you've got
1: over 600 episodes so that yeah, inbox but, has but, yeah to but stay thanks full.
3: for yeah but thanks for the vision of protege because uh, a couple people saw it but this is this is going to change the perception and the reality and, 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 my vision is always to be give forward momentum and change to the greatest industry God ever created. And the protege is helping making that happen. Right. And so, I mean, we may need more than podcasts. We need more than people that do videos. I mean, we need to get to the mainstream. So, um, uh, I appreciate it. I, I think it makes the industry look better and I'm all for that. We're going to have to start cool. writing
4: down all these Cassisms and Carotherisms, all the different things that you guys them. say on a regular basis. Then I'll have necessary. you on a
1: podcast. Yeah, then I'll have you on a podcast so you can explain them to me. Exactly. <laughs> David and I will be exactly. sitting on a boat. I'll be like,
3: David, remember when I said this one? And he'll be like, Cass, remember when I said this one? Be like, when said this one? We're just, yep. just sitting there deep sea fishing. That's all.
1: Yeah, all day, buddy. Well, listen, Derek, man, I appreciate you, brother. You have made me look really good for having you on the show, and I think I can say that pretty much about everybody who threw their their uh, hat in the ring to compete. And I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for everybody. It's kind of like watching all your kids compete against each other in something, and only one of them can win. But you know, I'm anxiously watching to see how this thing unfolds, and I just appreciate all the effort you've put in because you've made it extremely easy to edit around what you've done and and just showcase you to the country.
2: Well, I appreciate all, everything that all three of you guys have done for me. You've coached mm-hmm. me to the next level, and I can honestly say that I'm at a, a complete different level from right now to before the protege. So um, it's, You're just it's getting escorted. started, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I can't wait to see the level you're at next year after Mm -hmm. you win. Right. Well, (laughs) I'm looking forward to it.
1: There you go. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up at this point. Thank you, all of you, for being on. Much appreciated and looking forward to a lot of continued success. Thank you, Derek. Thanks, Thanks, guys.
4: Appreciate it.
0: You've been listening to the Power Producers Podcast.